going down party people. If you couldn't tell, your man's got a case of the sniffles here, so please bear with me. But we're back with our third installment of the deep dive, and we're deep diving with Get Down Services. We get two for the price of one in this one, as we discuss both of their songs, Throbber and Biscuit Tin. So without further ado, let's sit down and soak it up. In tribute from well, so this is a tribute now. Yeah, come on, man. Josh from uh, Landcammer. I think we should get him to sponsor it because he is the master of a of a dive. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, he's a deep diver amongst the Bristol Sea. Genuinely, so impressive. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've, I've, at I what? His, have you seen his Diving. Instagram? What? Like, well, so their like new their new song come out and they've done a music video and it's it. I think the whole video There's is a just context to it where they do a lot of dives on their Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. so it, sorry. It's, it's all yeah. part of the Lancome brand, right? Thing. But I saw one a couple weeks ago on their story, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like his form. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess like a wanker, but his form is like impeccable. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> 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 what? Oh, where's the fucking ocean? We shit? Um, we'll get it. Yeah. yeah, we got the other day. Oh, I was like, we, we, new Lancome song out. I was like, should we watch the video? We watched it, and then there's this bit where there's this slow motion dive for bridge into a river. We were just there like. Yeah. Put it back. Yeah, like, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Could take me a while to find. Oh, here you go. It's slow, but his feet like a uh, are together. <laughs> he's up like. Oh my God, he's fully clothed as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, he's not really out. Yeah, what, a, what a man. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those blokes <laughs> where it's like, it seems like, I don't. I d- I've met him like maybe twice properly, three times. Um, he's. Heavily attractive. <laughs> he's like <laughs> lovely singing. He's good drummer. He's got his shit together. He just seems like one of those guys that's probably good at everything. And to be honest, I should fucking hate him for that. Yeah. But I can't. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> so. but admiration. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, deep dive. Yeah, Frobber. So yeah, um, what, what an opening line. Tom Simpkins. Yeah, do you know do you know Celine Dion? The band. Yeah, so he's he's one of my favourite bands ever. The, um, I've got to be honest. The singing on that one is split between him and Ben. Actually, I do have a line in there as well. But yeah. I I got to confess, I didn't know what he was saying in that. I don't. I mean, I've known now. That's a cocktail, right? Yeah. People, I didn't know that. I was uh, like, I thought it, I, was, I thought he was just making some kind of like noise. Because <laughs> when he said it, when he first said it to me, like first right off the bat, right, I'm gonna say Tom Simpkins, Celine Dion. I've never met a bloke who works quicker than that. It was insane. <laughs> but I said I we played a gig with him, and I was like, he's got a great voice. He's they're just cool. I love them. And um, we had this song that we'd started, the, the sort of music for Throbber. And I sent it to him, like, would you be interested in singing on this? And, like, he was like, yeah. And he, he went, I'm, I'm sure my mucka was in there. He went, yeah, mucka, that's class. <laughs> and he uh, he went, mucka. Yeah, he went, 
you know, they're fucking muckaholics. Lovely, lovely boys. Anyway, um, he, he was like, yeah, this, this sounds class. And the day after, he just said this like full vocal take that he'd done. Yeah. Like, he just just re- like on his phone. Written and recorded. And, and that's the it. take. That's, that's, the, that's the song we use. And the lyrics are incredible as well. Yeah, like, amazing yeah. lyrics. Yeah. So um, good. But the, the song started, well, it, it was... I oh, it was Swim City originally. But before that, even, I started. I made the, the track because I wanted to do... I thought it'd be funny to try and do like a hair metal kind of... 80s mm. kind of stuff, like ZZ Top or something like that. So I started doing that, and I was like, "This is actually fucking." Yeah, it came about. Yeah. Because we were thinking of doing a cover of "Sharp Dressed Man." Yeah. Nice. And then you <laughs> did that instead. Just ripped it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to. F- what was it? I was trying to figure it out, and I was like, "Oh, that's just that's just a cool riff." Yeah. I'm always supercharging or jacking up on something. You best to get your temperature because that's about to plummet. I'm a smooth talker. I'm a fiend walker. Yeah, I don't know why I decided I thought. That would be good. I think I just wanted one like a real yeah. Head it was a bit of a step change from the other stuff. You yeah, that yeah. Was like a car drive. I, like, yeah, I kind of like the. Uh, I think sometimes I get. We've um. I forget that I don't release anything. So like I could be like. I've I've made I've made like a hundred songs and what like one or two of them's come out, and I'll go like oh no I want to do a change in direction. And then I'm like, well, no one has hear, heard most, so it's not a change of direction. <laughs> yeah. well, or it is, but it's too massive. Yeah. Like, I kind of get like, oh, everyone's going to be sick of all this disco stuff. I'm like, well, there's like one song they've heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, does, does that frustrate you? Sorry, just to digest, like, yeah. interject. Does that frustrate you a little bit? Like, I was frustrated on your behalf when, you know, I, I there's not, I don't, some of your songs have come out, particularly Throbber, and I mm. felt like should have been, more people should know about it. It's funny you say that. Yeah, we were talking because we, <laughs> we heard you, you said it when you were talking to John, uh, John Beavis. So we were talking about this because it was like, it's it's funny because I look at the streams and I'm like, I can't believe 5,000 people have heard this. Yeah. And then everyone we meet is like, you guys should be like so much bigger. And I was like, so I feel like I should go as this character of like, yeah, where's my 25k streams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then 250k. We were yeah. sat there going like, that's so many streams. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, so football, football, no football one's heard of it. But to be, <laughs> to be fair, to be, to, be, to be honest, it might sound arrogant, I did think with Throbber, we, me and, and Tom and all the other saloon boys, we all spoke a lot. We were like, this does have a feel about being like a massive yeah. tune. Yeah. I don't really, like, maybe, you know. It's also like, you shouldn't put like a numerical importance on it. I do, yeah. I do get that. But I was just like, I just think it's such a good song. I think we've, like, um, until now, we've not, been very good at pushing things really mm. we sort of just chuck stuff out and we focus on the gigs really but yeah it's a tune i think it, i think it's a i think it's got a classic yeah. tom's done an absolute number on the vocals on that yeah one. i think it's it's, it's it's hard to do like a like a white man aggressive thing well without it being just a another, that's just another right? shite yeah. do you know what i mean and also I think with a lot of that sort of shouty stuff that's about at the moment, it's quite big since the idols and stuff. Mm. I think people, yeah, sometimes it's still important to have a nice voice. 
but as in some people you see bands and they're shouting and it's like that sounds awful yeah it's not the lyrics and everything is good but it's like some people just don't i find and i speak about i'm talking about myself there really so when i've been shouting it's like i don't have the voice for it like tom is in celine dion he's got a great voice like he mm. sounds just like classic fucking punk singer like he's great yeah We play it, you know, yeah, and we, did, yeah. we wrote it all together. It is a, a proper collaboration. Yeah. Whenever, whenever he's about for gigs, yeah. he, we get him up and we, we, yeah, cro- we, we do cross it. paths a lot with him. So. Well, one of you do the vocals tonight. Yeah, I think so. Because he was going to come to. Oh, is he not coming? No, he's not. It's not. He's uh, doing a rap scissors for his. We um, yeah, yeah, he was going to, but he said he couldn't because uh, he's going to see Les Mis. We <laughs> 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 just totally ate him out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was debating. As we say, classic, classic rock. rock. Right. <laughs> 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 he's a like punk rock star. No doubt he's going to be. He's going to be sitting there watching it going like this. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say there's a bit of revolution in there isn't it? Uh, but yeah no, we, we, I think we'll do it tonight we've got yeah. more set than usual yeah well, I don't know what else to say about that song but I think, I think yeah you wanted a deep dive I don't know I think well yeah I just think the, I guess you told us a lot about it but I guess the conception of it and like you, yeah. obviously you were trying to rip I think off. to be honest like maybe it's the song that we've released that I've had the least involvement with lyrically I did yeah. I, I played all of the music and produced it and mixed mm. it and did a, do a little bit of vocals and I did all that but that's that's you, the vocals and the songwriting part of it was you and Tom really so yeah I don't know I don't know what there is to say it's just like well, yeah, let's that, go, that, we can go to another, like okay so some of the other songs you got out are there any moments some like memorable moments in the writing and the production of that that are worth hearing well I think to be, well, to be fair for me you got some biscuits in yeah that's uh that was quite a big sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I never, I never paid attention to writing lyrics like that before. I was just really annoyed. What happened was my parents had been evicted from their house, and I mean, it's, it's a conversation everyone, everyone has all the time. Landlords are just a fucking nightmare, but it, it was, it, it really, really bothered me that the house I grew up in and my parents who like work hard and like all that stuff. They've lived in the house like 18 years, and then with three months' notice, they're like, no, you've got to get out. Landlord wants to sell it to make more money. And it, it just it bothered me for such a long time on like a deep level. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to try and take the piss out of this in a song. Trouble is, we got so used to the smell of shit, we think it smells like Fox's glacier mints. And I know you think he's alright, I know he's your dad, but he's topping it up, he's on top, reckons he earned it. I work 40 hours a week, I eat your shite for a living, mate. When's my second home coming? I'll tell you when it's coming, it isn't. I'm not getting a slice of the pie, I don't get one. You bought shares in a good life. It was since, since then, it's ripped, like, I think, getting my head around, like, 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 sort of like I was saying earlier, it's like, oh, you, I don't, you don't, you don't have to know what you're doing, really. Like, I never. I've never been into writing words or anything, and like my girlfriend is, is a writer, and like when I, whenever I see her doing writing, I'm like, that's, I, don't know what, I don't know where that's coming from. That's just like a different skill. Yeah. But then, sort of realizing that you can do it if you just find a way that works for you yeah. to do it, 
that your voice. Yeah, I guess, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's the way to put it, like finding your voice. Mm. I found that with Biscuit Tin, and it's been a, it's been a, since then I've been like more focused on writing lyrics, because it's really fucking, uh, you can, you can say a lot with words. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say it was quite freeing on Biscuit Tin, yeah, the way the vocals great. are delivered, because it's kind of like spoken word, it kind of mm. removes, again, the whole like structure thing, it removes any melody to it, so you, so you can just kind of do anything, play, yeah, yeah, you play yeah. with it what you want. And if it sounds, people think it sounds shit, I'm like, well, I did that on purpose, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, yeah. yeah, it's really freeing, and also, on a social level, it's freeing, because like, uh, one of the things that bothers me about that topic the most, day to day, is like, you just, you, you, you come across people who are, like, like landlords, or their parents are landlords, like Ben's parents are landlords, my girlfriend's parents are landlords, and, and like, it's really hard to um, keep going through that, and and there's this social awkwardness of like you can't really take the piss because mm. it's like a bit, you know. So I was like, well, if I do it for a song, it's like it's art, and I can sort of, yeah, yeah. you know, I can yeah, hide yeah. behind that a bit, and I, you know, because it's not like I think it's fucking good as well. It's it? like yeah, it's such a it's such a serious fucking it's awful. Yeah, the, yeah and then the way the way that it it came out of you was just like or so authentic i think it wasn't forced it wasn't like it was almost like you didn't go i'm gonna make a song yeah. uh about landlords no yeah it was it was lovely like it was the first time i properly felt like i um you know music could be like a really therapeutic thing mm. it goes down well live it's fucking knackering to do it live, man. It's so hard. But, uh, Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> every time. I'm in the corner like that. It starts and I'm like, I'm like sort of limbering up. I'm like, right, eyes closed. Let's just get through this one. Yeah. I do enjoy it, though. Give us a shout when you do get gout, because I've been needing something to smile about. And I reckon your fat, swollen foot will have me smiling for about a week, mate. Just what the doctor ordered. Stand in order. Ten quid for a glass of water. Just leave me alone. I can't be bothered with it. Your breath, what you been eating, mate? Come on, boss. get lost, get a clue. Who even are you? Just a bloke called Rob, you know. I wish you could have got round the exhaust pipe of the Range Rover that I paid for. You're rotten, but not in a good way. Not like the mulch it smells that you've been chewing, you fucking loser. For me, in terms of like realizing that you, could, you know I could do lyrics and I could enjoy writing lyrics and I could just, you could just do it. However, you That's therapeutic. Do, you could do whatever you want. Then the world's, the world's your oyster. Then just it's a, it was a sort of a, yeah big one for me and the fact it happened really quickly I made the backing track one evening and then I was just listening to it on loop at work the next day and just like different places and then I wrote all the lyrics in like a day and then recorded it all in the evening and then the song was done and I love it when that happens mm. I really think that's a good sign yeah if it just happens like that yeah probably onto a winner yeah as Florence and the Machine said once <laughs> the song just fell out the sky did yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I live my life by that. <laughs> Along with a stretchy pizza. <laughs> have you, Always. Uh, that's the album name, it's Raining Stretchy Pizza. <laughs> have, you got, have you got an album coming? Have you got any stuff? Yeah, we're, gonna, we're well, planning to. Yeah, doing, um, it's not all been like nailed down, uh, moving forward, uh, debrief, bounce back, post pitch. <laughs> but it's not, it's not like all that, but... Yeah, I think I think I think next year that's an aim for us, and I think 
potentially. Yeah, moving forward into the next business year. Yeah, the next quarter. Yeah. We're Q1 gonna is EP, Q2's yeah. album, <laughs> Q3, yeah, think, headline think, tour. We were talking about doing an EP, and then we were like, well, why do an album? Yeah. What's the point? Because we kept songs? We were like, yeah, we, we were going to go like songs. five songs on this EP, and we were like, oh, we'll do like seven. Oh, we'll do, we'll just do an album. Yeah. Like, and I, I listened to Josh Lankhammer on your. Uh, your podcast and he was talking about like you get a lot of bands who try and have this air of mystique around them and be enigmatic and stuff and sort mm. of hold back. hold back stuff and I kind of I really liked what he said when he was like about his about Lancammer's album he was like oh we just just do, just do an album mm. it doesn't really matter that yeah. much yeah, I mean, think that's the thing though is especially young bands young in the sense of in their own ears but like People just want to fucking listen to it. Yeah. Music, yeah. yeah. And so the more we give people, the more they like it. Yeah. 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 Pissing around releasing like, you know, one or two songs yeah. over like three years. Yeah. And all well, that what is the logic? Well, I think it's because like, like, this, because it sounds silly initially, but hear me out. But like, you have people like Adele, whatever. Yeah. She can do it because yeah. she's Adele, right? And then you do these massive marketing campaigns and they work. But because marketing campaigns are so accessible to all of us on social media, people are like, oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, that yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, really yeah, that's point. it. But you're yeah, you're not Adele, you know. Like Rihanna's not released music for yeah. however long, but if she if she just like suddenly just out of nowhere just yeah, an album was there, it's like do it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We just I mean, want to really point. Yeah, I don't understand this. Like, watch this space. There's <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why? Yeah, I can't okay. tell you. I can't one space I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> Seconds of my life are ticking by. I'm like, Fuck, I don't care about you. Like, but, well, I can't wait for this album, boys. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we're gonna. Yeah, so watch this space. Um, <laughs> I think we're gonna do a couple of. We got a um. I definitely got some Christmas music coming out. Um, yes. Guest, a guest vocal appearance from my girlfriend Daisy Kennedy. Shout out! That's gonna be fucking big. That's, that's a big tune. Though. I've heard it as well. It's good. Can I play it to my non in like my parents aren't interested in music? Should I whack what? It the Christmas? Just, Do they what? They just hate one. freedom. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I sort of don't like well, emotion. And and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, yeah. That's that's coming out. But before then, I think. What do you mean? No, sorry, that, that's, that's an unfair like, reflection. Wow. I was kind of saying it. Your mum actually likes it. My mum, lo- my mum loves music. My dad like has like two CDs he's ever owned. One of them's Rod Stewart because he's Scottish, and the other one's Andrew Bocelli. So it's like, mm-hmm. he, okay. but he, like he, he t- <laughs> you say me- music and it's like over his head. Like my dad's so that, Scottish as well. Oh, I don't know what nice. his thoughts are on Rod Stewart. To be fair, that's well, my dad's sort of taunting and a Scottish dad. Yeah, yeah, who'd have thought, eh? But no, they are interested. It was an unfair reflection. My point is, shall I whack it on at Christmas to an unsus- unsuspecting family? Is, is this your aim to take on Mariah Carey's like, Christmas number yeah, one? Yeah, bring him Mariah down. Bring him the cash every <laughs> <Yeah>. year. <laughs> Fuck Mariah, we got Daisy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but before then, we got... We got some. We just, we just, we just crap at getting our act together and, yeah. and, and releasing stuff. I think this year we're gonna release a couple more tunes and then do a Christmas thing. And mm. it, it, we, I would like to do an album next year. Yeah, yeah. Like regardless of if whoever's involved. Yeah, we're doing. I it. think that's on the cut. For a personal, you know, personal yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, just like, yeah. Right. It's yeah. And I think it so makes sense as well. It's like, why wouldn't like, we do that? I like the idea of having that like sort of goal in mind mm. yeah. yeah otherwise you can just endlessly just 
make singles. Like, what are you doing it for, yeah. really? Um, it's kind of, it's like, and then it's you created something that can outlive you. I think it's quite like an appealing thing. Like that, mm. you create an album that will always be there. You yeah, know, exactly. That's something mm. that's going to yeah. live forever. No, it's not, it's, yeah, it's a nice position. In the words of Liam Gallagher, in the words of Liam Gallagher, yeah, that'll live forever. Shout out, Elgin. Have I fucked? Right, you Liam Gallagher fans? No, no, no. Like I don't like this. Um, I don't like this Oasis, Liam Gallagher 2.0 resurgence. Yeah. I find it a bit like just wrapping up the same thing over and over again. And yeah, then, I, I, I do. And like then you get a lot of people who are fans who are like. Oh fucking thanks so much for Liam Gallagher for saving British music. Like say, oh, he's coming back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so no. He played um, in Manchester recently. I can't remember. That's where he's from, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, home you're like old. Twenty point two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and honestly, the sit. I finished work. And I was going to the train station, and the city was swamped yeah, yeah, with people that were yeah. just like, Cut it's like they got the memo of like dress like a mank day. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was <laughs> mental. Don't get me wrong, people fucking love it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, like yeah, a strong following, following, isn't it? Supersonic came out. Yeah, the film, and then yeah. Supersonic mm. came out, and then it was like, fuck, we love Oasis again. Like people have always loved Oasis, mm. but I feel like when that film came out, yeah, I agree. It was a bit mm. of a yeah, I didn't know it's disputed that Oasis. Yeah, because yeah, I, mean, I, I love Oasis. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, I've, I, I'm careful to say it because I, I do I like Oasis. But I just don't really like the, everything that's going on. I now. know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, it it, it sort of leans into this thing of like a band being good just because they're fucking fifty years old. Yeah. like The Who, for example. Yeah. Shit. Now, <laughs> imagine going to see the fucking Who now. <laughs> They're like headlining yeah, fucking festivals ticket, for yeah, what? Yeah. Like yeah, because they're seventy right. years old. Yeah. Yeah. Tunes out. Yeah. So have we. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's this week's deep dive wrapped, yo. Gotta say, it was a mad pleasure seeing Ben and Josh play these tunes at the Louisiana that very night we recorded the episode. But talking about Biscuit Tin specifically, you can tell the song meant a whole lot during this discussion. But I tell you what, it took another level again on stage. I'll see you lot when I'm looking at ya. Sit down and soak it up. (laughs) 